Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Sports and More podcast with your host, that's me, Eddie Morelos, and my producer, who's got some nice, fancy setup going on today. Love it, Ace. Ace, welcome back, my friend. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I know you're a busy, busy man following a lot of football teams and sporting events and everything else, but uh, one thing you have been uh, helping out with is the EP Sports Network, which you can find this podcast on the epsportsnetwork.com website, and uh, joining us today... Another guest, another Hall of Fame guest, Ace. Another he's, Hall of Famer. He, he's working on the Hall of Fame stuff right here. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> Coach uh, Tony Grijalva. Welcome, Coach. Thank you. Thank you all for having me. We really appreciate your time, and uh, we, we want to allow the listeners to get to know you a little bit. I, you know, I, I did all, all my research, and... Uh, you know, Ace told me all about you, and I uh, saw the news articles uh, when you were inducted to the 2020 Hall of Fame. Uh, but tell yes, us sir. a little bit about your career and how you got that induction into the Hall of Fame. Well, yeah, I started my career, uh, my teaching and coaching career uh, back in 74, 75, wow. something like that. And, uh, yeah, I started off in elementary school, and I, I sort of worked my way out elementary school, and then I... It was, it was, I was at, uh, uh, back then they used to call it junior high. Now they call it middle school. But it's at, it was at Lincoln. So, so I spent 14 years at Lincoln before I, I moved on to, to Franklin. And I spent 14 years at Franklin. Very fortunate to spend 14 years at Franklin. Wow. So 14 years at, at the junior high level, middle school level. And then you went on to the Frank, uh, Franklin High School over here on the west side of El Paso, Texas. And I, right. I got to ask you before I talk about the Franklin stuff. How, I guess, was there ever any uh, frustration? Because sometimes, you know, we have dreams where we want to get into these awesome careers. And we seem to be, you know, maybe stuck in a position, stuck in a, in a spot. Was there ever any kind of feelings or thoughts during those 14 years at Lincoln Middle School uh, where you're like, man, well, this is what it's going to be? Yeah, and that's uh, that's very true. That, that actually happened. You know, when I was at Lincoln, uh, there was only one high school on the west side, and that was Coronado. Yep. Uh, Coach Brooks did a great job over there. He had a great staff. Uh, you know, I was just waiting for my opportunity to you know to sort of move up. But uh, you know, uh, things got get kind of crowded. Uh, you know, we're talking about the late '80s, you know, early '90s. Uh, you know, the, things were a little bit different at, at that time. So, uh, when I heard they were going to open a new high school in the on the west side, uh, I, I was kind of excited. I, I know everyone else, especially at Coronado, wasn't too happy about it. They didn't want any, any competition to high schools, but you know, that's a, that's usually that's how things evolve. So. Uh, yeah, I uh, I talked to Coach Henry, who was who was hired as the head football coach at Franklin. Asked me if I wanted to come on board, and I said sure, I, I'll give it a shot. And that's how it started. That was back in '93. And if I'm not mistaken, was was it was Coach Henry also inducted into the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame? Correct. Yes, sir. We we're very fortunate. Actually, we we're both inducted in, in, in the same class on that's the same cool. night. Yeah, actually one of, after you know, each other. What is what? What's that been like to look back and say, "Wow, Coach, uh, you brought me yeah, on, and no. this is look what we where we're at yeah. now." Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's uh, you know it's been a situation where you know we look back on it now, 
uh, of course, you know, at that time, we, we, didn't, we didn't really, you know, what was, what was, gonna, was going on, what was going to happen. We, we just thought, you know, we, we started a new program in Franklin and, and hoped to be successful. And uh, fortunately, uh, we were. But, uh, yeah, doing it, uh, you know, that night, uh, June 30th it was of this year. We had, to wait, we had to wait a year to be inducted because of COVID and everything. So, uh, you know, after we, were, after we were selected and named, we had to wait a year to get inducted, which, you know, uh, it's getting a little bit impatient with that. But, uh, anyway, it, everything, everything turned out for the past. It, it was a great night uh, that, uh, you know, one night I certainly will never forget. Yeah, definitely. They really uh, have put on some good uh, productions this, this past uh, year yes. with the, both the 2020 and the 2021 classes of the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame. And shout out to uh, uh, Wayne Thornton and, and Ed Stansberry for, for doing a great job on that and putting it all together. Now, Coach, he was supposed to be Very there. That, he was supposed to be there that night. So, forgive him for not knowing. I was. I had the ticket, and I uh, things happened that day where uh, I wasn't able to make it. But uh, I did watch your speech. I did watch your speech. I will say that, and uh, I did uh, saw see multiple news articles, including a, a nice one done by uh, KVIA. So, great job, Coach. You yes. you got the media stuff Thank down. You. I gotta tell you that. Well, uh, yeah, I got a quick question, know. Coach. Coach, did you play football growing up? If you so, what position? Uh, uh, well, actually, I started to play football uh, in, in uh, uh, early in high school, but I gravitated more towards basketball. I, I played basketball at, at uh, Austin High School. I graduated in 1970. Uh, played with some good teams there, and you know, actually, you know, there's a couple of, of uh, teammates that I played with that are also into the Hall of Fame right now, Gabe Nava, Beto Batista. I played with both of those uh, uh, those individuals in, in the 1970 team, and uh, uh, they both were inducted into the Hall of Fame for as players. You know, but I, I sort of you know, I wasn't the biggest guy on the block, and I, and I figured in order to, to save my life and stay healthy, uh, I, I probably go another route. So uh, at that time, I, I went basketball. But I, I always I always liked football. Once I got the opportunity to go to college and uh, major in education, uh, I knew then I wanted to be a coach. That's awesome, coach. And uh, class of nineteen seventy, huh? Same class. Yes, as my, sir. Same class as my father. Uh, he says that's really? the greatest year ever, class uh, nineteen seventy. Uh, now he's running for now he's running for mayor of Lordsburg, New Mexico. I don't know if you know where Lordsburg. Oh, at. really? Yeah. yeah, sure I do. Yeah. Sure I do. No, that's great. Good luck to him. Lo- Lodis Mavericks. I'm a Lodis Maverick. <laughs> Eddie said he had a statue yeah. of himself out there, but when we went out there, coach. Yeah, he was wearing a baseball cap, coach. Baseball cap. That's all. That's all they resembled. So, talk about the uh, transition over to Franklin High School, and uh, you know, in, in particular, when you took over in in two thousand, uh, you coached there for for I think uh, seven years, if I'm or eight years as a head coach. Seven years as a head coach, yes, sir. I, I was I was in Coach Henry's staff when we when we opened up the school, uh, and uh, you know let him do all the hard work of, of organizing you know uh, the board, getting the equipment and everything. He, he did a marvelous job with that. And, and aside from, from coaching, you know one of the oddities though of, of that year, Eddie, was that uh, uh, in 1993. Uh, they they took away the ninth grade. There used to be a ninth grade class at Lincoln and a ninth grade class at Moorhead. 
Well, when they built Lincoln, they took out the ninth grade of those schools. So the very first year, in the same building at the O'Neill School right now, but uh, in that same building, we had freshmen from Franklin and freshmen from Coronado. And and so the, the first year, I actually coached uh, not only the Franklin team, but also the Coronado freshman team. Wow. So you were like coaching rival yeah. schools at the same time. <laughs> It, yeah, it, it was it, it was a bit odd. <laughs> it was a bit odd. It seems like it. You know, but, uh, and, and thinking about that, back in, 19, you know, Franklin joining, you know, the, the school district, you know, before that, it was right. only Coronado. And, I mean, you're, you, exactly. you, you know the history of it all, and you can teach us a little bit here right sure. now. Was Coronado <laughs> the, the dominant team in El Paso before that? Oh, certainly. The, uh, Coronado had been dominant for, for a very long time. Uh, you know, first, first under Coach Quarles, uh, and then when Coach Quarles went to, to Lubbock, uh, Coach Brooks took over. Coach Brooks was there, you know, uh, until he passed recently, but uh, uh, or he retired before that. But, yeah, uh, Coronado, you know, if you can imagine uh, the whole West Side at that point all getting, uh, you know, the, the talent, at the same high school that uh, I, that, that made that the that program you know really successful throughout the years and and do you think uh, you know i've heard this talks about amongst other media members here in el paso um how sure. there's so many schools in el paso that that has yes, kind sir. of uh uh dwindled away the talent you know spread it out yeah. so much that it's been kind of hard to compete when it comes to, you know, making the the playoffs. I mean, it, it, do you think that that's a factor? Oh, uh, certainly it's a factor. You know, when you have 26 schools here in, in El Paso and, uh, you know, the population may be a, a little bit more than some of the other schools, you know, you go to, you go to Odessa, for example, there's two high schools. Uh, you go to Midland, uh, right now there's three. Uh, you know, and, and so and we compete against each other when we when we go to to, to buy districts. So yeah, it, it makes it it makes it a little bit tougher to be able to uh, you know to compete to be on the same level. And, and not only that, Eddie, but not only do you have the number of schools, you know, but you also you also have to talk about the finances and uh, uh, being able to to afford you know weight room and uh, you know everything that comes along with that program. And, and I think the Paso schools are, are catching up. Uh, I don't think we're quite there yet, but, you know, well, you, you, brought it, up a, you just brought up a really good point that I didn't even consider at all uh, was the financial part. You know, uh, you know, historically, we live in one of the and, you know, it's just the way that I guess it is. But we live in one of the poorest parts of the country uh, per capita. Exactly. And, uh, you know, mm -hmm. compare that to, I guess, a Houston or a Dallas. And, uh, you know, they, there's a lot more money around there to go around sure. uh, as opposed to sure. here. Now. So you just brought up a really good point that I didn't even think about the financial part of it. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, like so that's something that uh, El Paso, the El Paso region has, has gotten better and improved at. But, uh, you know, still, you know, we're, we're like a little bit behind, you know, you look at, uh, I mean, there, there's all kinds of factors involved. You, you go east and, and you see situations where uh, the uh, a football team uh, has, let's say, 16 to 18 coaches on their staff. Uh, here in El Paso, we're, we're lucky to have – well, when I was coaching, I had seven. You know, now it's improved to about 11, I think. So, you know, it, it's little things like that that make a difference. 
You know, and you took all those challenges on that we just talked about, you know, the financial things and, uh, you know, spreading the talent around, things like that. And you actually went into the Elite Eight uh, when you were the head coach over at at Franklin uh, High School. Uh, Talk about how you got there, that experience, and, and, you know, what it meant for you and your family and uh, everybody there. Uh, it was it, it was a great experience and it, it really was you know but that you know this all comes from from uh, from the players you know and and the program you know, coach Henry established the program and uh, established a tradition uh, he was there for seven years and then at, at the end of seven years uh, he retired he retired from coaching and we just continue to build and uh, you know the more you build, the more confidence the kids get. You know, the more successful you are. And and yeah, in two thousand six, uh, we we had a really good team, uh, and uh, we we lost our first game in, in Lubbock against Lubbock Monterey, and then uh, we won ten in a row. Uh, got to Texas Stadium. Uh, we were the first team to beat two out of town teams in the in the playoffs at that time. It's been done since then by by Kansas City. But uh, you know, those those are you know accomplishments that, uh, that that I'm very proud of and uh, you know being able to play at Texas Stadium the old Texas Stadium by the way not, not, not the not the new one but that, so that 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 was a great experience I still I still run into players today that played on that team that you know still talk about that, that experience that's awesome I mean I, I saw the like I say like looking all kinds of stuff up the last two days and um, just really exciting stuff to even just see the history yeah, it of it really is and one other thing i gotta point out coach and i know you're a very humble man i could tell just by the way you talk right here right now and uh but to to only have 19 losses during your head coaching career is spectacular i mean spectacular what did it feel like uh, when when those losses would come because there was so few of them <laughs> uh, well, uh, not only did I feel bad, but uh, you know, uh, the players, uh, the community, they they also felt bad too because we got to the point where you know we, we were pretty much expected to win. And, and again, it, it all comes down to the coaching staff. I had a great coaching staff, and you know, they're the ones that did all the work. I sort of just sat sat back and you know did the interviews and things like that. But and and then of course the, the players. There, there was so many so many excellent outstanding players that uh, uh, that passed through that program during that time and you know things are different today Eddie because uh, you know with social media and everything that goes on today uh, there are players that get a lot more attention you know and a lot better opportunities to get to that next level you know but back when I when when I coached at, at Franklin you know very rarely did you hear individuals if they didn't go D1 you know and and we had a few that did uh, there wasn't much opportunity for you know for advancement, not like there is now. And and you know that's sort of something that that I still think about. You know what would it have been like if uh, uh, if we had social media back then with some of the players and teams that uh, uh, that were at Franklin. I think there would be a lot more individuals that would be much more successful. Well, congratulations on all your your career success, coaches. It's awesome to read about. Awesome to hear about you. Awesome to hear your your stuff. And uh, you know, now you're a member of the media. Well, first off, do yes, you sir. miss do do you miss coaching? 
Oh, definitely. <laughs> I definitely do. I, the, the, what I what I don't miss are the parent conferences, and uh, you know, some some of the some of the rules that administration would uh, uh, would bring down on us. But as far as the actual coaching the coaching the kids, and I still call them kids. You know, they're they're not kids anymore. Like I said, uh, I run into some players that are forty years old already. But uh, uh, you know, uh, it's just uh, you know, and and that's. The primary reason I, I got into the media is, you know, I, I wanted to, to give back, you know, maybe not on, on the sideline, but at least up in the press box. And, you know, I had a very good friend of mine, uh, Steve Hill, uh, who uh, who did a, a great job of broadcasting for, for for different sources. And, you know, as soon as I retired, he, he called me up and he, and, and he, he sort of, you know, put that idea in my head. Why don't you go into broadcasting? You know, with your knowledge of football, you can go in and, and and explain things. And at first, I thought, nah, I wasn't. You know, I wasn't too much of a talker. <laughs> you know, uh, my my vocabulary isn't very extensive to be to be able to to do that. But uh, uh, I I've enjoyed it. I I really have. I I, I was uh, in broad. I started in broadcasting in two thousand eight. So yeah, I I've. I'm a veteran. I, I've been here uh, quite a bit now. And who was your your first gig with on the broadcasting side? Was it with that Mr. Stephen Hill? It was a KRD. Oh, okay. Six hundred. Okay. Yes, sir. Don't worry, my uh, vocabulary is not there either, Coach. You know, I, I, I just know. <laughs> uno taco mas por favor. That, that, that's it. So, sometimes you just you just run out of words. You know, you know, I know what I want to say, but you know, somehow it just doesn't come out. But yeah, you know, I mean, uh, I'm almost seventy years old. I. I I don't, yeah. Just bust the, bust the John Madden and go boom and boom. That's a good idea. I, I may try that at some point. Uh, you you got to do that. Boom, he ran over there and boom and pow and look. All right. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, you yeah. can hear Coach on the ES, uh, epsportsnetwork.com. They broadcast okay. on Friday nights, select games for the <laughs> game of the too. week. Uh, also on Thursdays, as we were just informed right. by Mr. Ace Acosta, uh, who's, who's yeah. the game of the week this this week, boys? Oh, he would call us out on that, huh? Oh, you don't got one yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Well, we we uh, uh, we had permission by Socorro, by Socorro Independent School District to to broadcast games from the SAC. So all the games that we broadcast are, are just strictly from from the SAC. And I believe it's I, America's I and Mountwood. Okay. Is on Thursday. Yes. America's and Mountwood on Thursday. And then we've got East Lake and Eastwood, which before this week was supposed to be the game of the year. Right. <laughs> it turns out it turns out Franklin sort of spoiled that a little bit, but it's still going to be a good game. You know, it's yeah. still for for uh, for a district playoff berth, and uh, that would be interesting. And then the, so there's a doubleheader on, on Friday, so the second game is uh, Franklin and Socorro. Oh, my Bulldogs. Huh? Uh. <laughs> they won. They still haven't won a game yet. Oh, they won. No, no, they, they, they won, won a game. They're one and five, right? Yeah, they yeah but they're, 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 they're giving up some basketball scores. I like saw that. Yeah, zero. last week, right? Like 60 something points. Hey, hey, Eddie, we don't want to talk about that, all right? We want hey, positivity. Lawrence Pos- Maverick scored 56 last week. Positivity. Positivity. Okay. Eight man football going on over there in Lodi. They, they, they broke the record. It was like six years that they lost, all right? Know, hey, you got to be happy for them yeah. for that, right? No, that's true. Hey, that's true. Come on. That means that there's some. there's some upward direction there now coach what what, yeah. what, what what's that's so true. different of the talent that's playing nowadays that you see because obviously like you said we're in a social media oh, world and everybody's yeah. about that hype but there's some good folks out yeah. there no no there i mean a lot with the social media comes better better education for for the players you know i mean I, i'm talking about as far as 
uh, you know, uh, workout regimens, uh, you know, pay more attention to diet. You know, back when I was coaching, you know, we try we tried to get the uh, our players, you know, to watch their diet, to watch what they eat, because that you know that that was part of of having a healthy body and being able to participate. But you know, it, I don't think there was enough. Uh, it wasn't stressed enough as it is now. Now you can you know you can get on the internet, you can Google whatever you want as to you know what, different types of workouts, different type of of. Uh, uh, information as far as uh, if you're looking for a special diet, you know, gain weight, lose weight, you know, pick up muscle mass or whatever it is. So yeah, th- things are a lot different today. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I in high school I was doing the double, double the beef. You know, just had that double the beef. Hey, they, they said eat, eat your stuff so you can be big and strong. So I was like, all right, let's do it. Double the beef for eighty nine cents. Hey, hey, eighty nine cents the Wendy's triple, double the beef. Yeah. I remember yeah, that. I remember that cook's face when, when she she looked at the screen, and it said, Eddie, it said six patties, and she looked like six patties for eight a an additional eighty nine cents. It was a triple. <laughs> God, to live be young six again. Six patties and three donuts later. See, see what I'm talking about, Eddie? That's, that's what that's what it was all about. Hey, but we but, but we had to do bear crawls in four by fours at practice yeah. anyway, so we're we're burning that off anyway. But yeah, that's true. Hey, hey, coach, true. real quick, stepping back, uh, you know, bringing up the past. Yeah. Is there a, a a player in particular or two players that really stand out that are man uh, that I'm so lucky he played for me? Well, you know, I mean, in in, in seven years that uh, that I was a head coach, obviously uh, with the success that we had, <laughs> there were a lot of players. Yeah, but uh, you know, two that stand out in my mind. Uh, one was Chris Morrow in in uh, in two thousand one, two thousand two. He ended up playing for the minors, and uh, you know, th- that kid. You know, you had sometimes you get these kids that have that extra. You know, it's hard to describe what that extra is, but. When you see him, when you see him out there in the football field and the leadership in the locker room, uh, the, the, you know you know what they are. Okay, Chris Mallard did a great job. He played for us for two years. Uh, the, there was a point there where we won something like uh, 21 games in a row uh, you know, over two seasons, and uh, he was part of that team, as were some others. But but, but I think he's the one that stood out. And then uh, uh, in 2004, 2005. Uh, you know, we were led by uh, our quarterback. Well, he was a wide receiver. And then we put him at quarterback because we didn't have a quarterback. Uh, Alex Torres went on to play at Texas Tech for three years and did a great job at Texas Tech. And, and uh, yeah, he, was, he was another one. He was, he was a natural leader. Uh, he was a natural athlete. And so, you know, again, you know, we were very fortunate at, at Franklin High School to have that, those caliber of, uh, of players. Now his helmet scared me because he wore the old school quarterback little one two bar yes. thing. I was like, man, that chin's right there yes. exposed. You know, you might want to put another layer out there. Yeah. Every time yeah. I saw him yeah. out there, no, it scared you? Yeah, because man, these <laughs> chin's not protected right there. That's why Peyton Manning has that like uh, yeah, yeah. step. Uh, oh, chile you were queso. scared for him. Yeah, oh, I mean, okay. he's out there like running. You're like you yeah. saw, you're like, oh my god. I don't oh, I, f- I fear nobody. A real man, right there, hey, Eddie. Eddie, I fear nobody except 
when they say there's no more Dr. Pepper or tacos. That's yeah. the only thing I yeah. fear, right? You know, <laughs> everything else, bring it, all right? When they say, no, sir, no more for you. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Co- Coach, so you've been broadcasting and helping out and covering high school football and, uh, you know, the right. past few years, but in particular this year, and you, as you were mentioning, you know, we're already past the midway point uh, of the yes, 2021 yeah. football season here in Texas. One thing, yeah. you know, I was looking stuff up. Yeah, I'm from New Mexico. I live in Las Cruces, come back and forth every day. And okay. But I, mm-hmm. what I noticed right away was the amount of districts in the whole state of Texas uh, right. compared to New Mexico. There's like 30-something yes. districts. No, there's in, more than that, buddy. Well, they're, they're, I'm talking about just <laughs> in each class. Oh, yeah. 6A has like District yes. 40, uh, 6A-42B yes. or exactly. something. Exactly. <laughs> Division 2. Yeah. I mean, so it's a math problem just to find out what district. I was you're like, in. wow, that's a lot to keep up with. No wonder Dave Campbell's high school, Texas high school. We know how to multiply, Eddie. We can't add yeah. or subtract, but we can multiply. Right? All day, every day. <laughs> Anyways, coach. So, like I said, uh, more than the halfway point, we like to have fun, coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I see that. I see uh, that. <laughs> Um, you know, we were talking, you know, early in the season, I remember Eastwood was the big name. It was That yes, was the sir. team to beat. And I would even tell Ace over here, that's the team to beat. And he's like, well, we'll see about that. Well, Franklin, Franklin's coming out on top right now. Right. They're, they're yeah. uh, leading their district, uh, undefeated in their, yeah. in their own district play. And yeah. um, the other team is Eastlake. Um, right. any, any thoughts on those two teams and what they've done so far this season? Yeah, well, I, they played each other last this past week, uh, and uh, you know, it, I, I got the opportunity to, to see the game, the, the game film. Uh, you know, and Franklin is just, uh, you know, they started out kind of slow. Uh, Franklin is still doing uh, basically what we used to do, and that is, you know, before the district starts in what we call pre-district, uh, we'd like to play out-of-town teams. Uh, they've uh, uh, they started off in Rio Rancho against uh, in Albuquerque. Uh, who was a state champion, uh, defending state champion. Uh, and then they went to, I believe it was Midland Christian. And uh, I, I don't remember the other game. But they had three really tough uh, games before district started. And and for, for us, you know, and, and I'm sure for Coach Walker and, and his group, you know, you, you want to play tough teams early on to prepare you for district. And I think right now at this point in the season, going into going into week eight, and uh, uh, going into the middle of the uh, of the district schedule, you, know, you can see those results that that Franklin has has produced. You know, they've gotten the experience. You know, obviously they have a lot a lot of good players, uh, both offensively and defensively. And and right now, I, I think that's in one to say that's the team that stands out the most. The East Lake lost their first game against Franklin, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, you know, I, I still see them in a hunt for for a playoff berth, although it won't be. I, I don't believe it will be for a district championship. Wow, there you go. You got it right there. I got it right there. You got it right there. <laughs> I, I'm neutral. I can't. I can't yeah. say nothing. All right, I am neutral. Media, you can give your I, opinion. I just, on, I man. just click a button, sir. Jeez. That's all I do. Hey, any, uh, any thoughts? Like you know, middle of the pack right now, Coach. Uh, you know, Pebble Hills and Eastwood are kind of middle of the pack at about five hundred in the yeah. record right now. Yeah. Uh, you have any any thoughts on those two teams? Uh, do you see them moving up and down? Do you see them having a chance to making uh, you know maybe make the playoffs or, or anything like that? 
Well, you know, I think uh, Eastwood, of course, they were preseason number one, as you mentioned earlier, Eddie, uh, just because of their quarterback and the experience that they had coming back. But then when you look at the, at their schedule, and especially in district, they, they played probably the three toughest opponents in their first three games of district, and they, they lost – they lost two of them. Uh, they, they have East Lake this week. I think that's going to be a very telling. Usually, uh, you're not going to see anyone with three district losses get a chance to get into playoffs. So, so I think that, and, and I, I'm sure Coach Lopez and, and Eastwood understand that. But uh, uh, yeah, you know, Pebble Hills, I think, is still a year away. They, they are so young. You know, there, there's about three teams in District 16A that are playing sophomores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that that's that most of the time that's unheard of. You know, uh, when I was at Franklin, we didn't. Have, I think Alex was the only sophomore that actually played played varsity. But you know, now and, and a lot of that has to do with, with just a COVID situation that happened this past year. You know, uh, a, a lot of uh, a lot of players decided uh, to opt out and then not to not to come back. So that just gives the the, the lower level uh, individuals like like the sophomores and you know the inexperienced juniors uh, a chance to move up and I think that's what you're seeing not just in one sixty but I think in all the districts that that's pretty much the uh, uh, the rule so far. And in uh, district one five a, do we have a one five a? Oh yeah. There, there's yeah. yeah that's there, like there's, the smaller. I'm school. just testing your your right. your, your reporting, yeah, yeah. Your, your research. All right. Uh, right now, <laughs> Valle has the best record of, of the teams uh, listed here yeah. at five and two. Uh, do you do you think uh, any thoughts on the Del Valle? They just uh, came squad? from Cal, Cal, played a team in California. They played they over in California, in California, right? California. That's what I, yeah, yeah, I read they, that. They, yeah. They played in El Centro, California, and uh, great experience to travel. I don't think I want to travel that far, but I'm well, you know, I was I was talking to someone earlier. You know, we traveled to to Dallas for for the uh, for the Elite Eight. That's just it's just about as far from yeah. here to Dallas and this from here to El Centro. So, uh, and, that, and that's a long way on a bus. That's a long way, believe me. But they got it's, better buses uh, now, though, Coach. You know, back, dude, no, no, back, back then they had the. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, still. No, they're they're, they're, they're going through buses, bro. From here, all the way across the state to Beaumont, Texas, with thirty-five yeah. plus baseball players. Imagine being on a bus with 40, yeah. 40 boys for fifteen plus hours. Yeah. It's called uh, Apple yeah. uh, AirPods. Well, it's called, no, it's called keep your nose outside the window because that thing stinks. <laughs> uh, that, 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 that is true. That that could happen. Yeah, yeah th- those locker rooms were yeah. something else. I remember the cheerleaders would walk by and be like, like yep. Uh, yeah. now, now check these uh, this out. I'm going to test you. District 15A Division 2. Got kind of deal. Oh, dang. <laughs> oh, <Eddie. laughs> yeah. go. Okay, Funny. so you got Conatillo leading yeah. the way uh, there at 6-1. and one. Yes. Uh, Anybody yeah. going to give them a competition? I, I've seen a lot of highlights on them, and they look like they're a very yeah. well-coached team with a great they, running back. They are. Coach Scott Brooks does a fantastic job over there. They have a running back named L.J. Martin, who's only a junior. And he's already has D1 uh, scholarship offers. Uh, he's uh, he's quite an he's quite an athlete, and uh, you know I mean he's not the only one though. You know Devin Granados is a quarterback. He does a great job. You know Coach Scott Brooks. His emphasis has always been on the defensive side. 
So he's got some de- some some players that can play defense, and, and I think that's what's going to help them. I don't see them having. They already beat Parkland. I thought that was going to be their their stiffest test. Uh, they beat Parkland last week. I, I don't think there's anyone that's that's going to challenge them. I, I think their challenge is going to come uh, probably in the second run of the playoffs, and and you know see how uh, how successful they are there. And like you brought up a good point defensively, like he's very you know in tune of making sure his defense is good. Obviously, the games that we cover at the SAC, these are shootouts. Um, <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> when you get to that, when you get to that 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 next level, like what you guys did in getting the Elite Eight, defense is going to be the key. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's, you know. it, it, that is that 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 is definitely the key, and and that's what uh, uh, you know. That's what has helped. That's what helped us at Franklin throughout the years. Actually, uh, the the last year that Coach Frank Coach Henry was at Franklin, I, I was a defensive coordinator and. The schedule that the district schedule that we played uh, here in town, which was back then the old 5A, uh, the opponents that we played in district did not did not score a point on us. We shot out dif- district two sixteen to zero. So wow. yeah, that, that goes to show <laughs> goes go to show you how, uh, how how we stress defense, uh, and we really did. Did you guys do the whole black awesome. shirt thing uh, out there? Yep. Yep. So yeah, we, we did, did that as a coral too. Yeah. The black shirt. Oh yeah, of course that was a black shirt, buddy. I mean, I, I might be a tubby guy My now, bad. but, you know, back then I was, you know, fit. You know. Okay. I, just, I just ate that dude and, and kept eating the double the, the double the beef meat, you know, and not doing not doing bear crawls or, or, fit, or four by fours. It'll work, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, district 2-5A Division 2. Do you know this district? District 2-5A Division 2. I want to say Jeff is up there in the top. They, uh, they're number two. Number yeah. two. Number two. Andres. That's right. Is leading Andres, the way at five. I mean, it, it, it's still it, it's kind of going back and forth right there with Andres and yeah. Jefferson, and then. Uh, but I'm so surprised with Jeff because Coach, we're out there at that game yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. against yeah, Isleta. Yeah. You know, from where mm-hmm. that program, because you know, the, that attendance is they got one tuba player, one you know flute, yeah. all that Sounds in, like in their band. The Lodi's Maverick yeah. band. Yeah, but then they're playing schools that have like a full army. You know. Yeah. And yeah. these guys are still putting yeah. up some points. That quarterback, you know, he's he's. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's taking some shape. Yep. No, no he is. A coach Tony Martinez is the head coach at, at Jeff. He's done a fantastic job. They're five and two right now. Uh, I can't remember the last time that uh, Jefferson was five and two, uh, and uh, you know, they, they, they still have quite a ways to go. You know, they still have to play Andrus. You know, Andrus. Andrus is Andrus. <laughs> you know, they're they they're gonna they have talent up and down the field, speed up and down the field. And uh, you know they're they're going to be tough to beat. But I, if anybody can can beat him or at least give him a good game, uh, I think it'll be Jeff. Now, that, now, uh, now going back, uh, but, uh, how was that? And uh, going against Coach Cassep at Andrews, how are those battles going? Yeah, back yeah, yeah. You know, when you talk about you know old school football, I mean, you know, we had to face uh, Coach Sepkowitz at Andrews, Coach Shot Irvin. Uh, and then, you know, Coach Brooks at Coronado, uh, you know, and, and that's just, that was just in our district. And then, you know, you had the other districts, but yeah, with, with Coach Sepkowitz and, and uh, you know, it, it was, it was always a challenge. It, it really didn't matter our records going in, you know, it, it just, we knew that, that the teams are going to be prepared. You know, one of the games that, that I remember the most, uh, just real quick, is, you uh, uh, Andrus and, and Franklin, we went in both undefeated for a district championship. Uh, it went to two overtimes, and uh, we ended up uh, blocking an extra point that, that they were going to attempt to tie it to go into the third overtime. But uh, uh, we blocked the extra point, and then 
Chris Mouse hooked it up, ran it all the way back for two, and you know that's how we won that game in one district. So yeah, there's uh, there was some tough competition there. La Jeff. Oh Jeff, viva la Jeff. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, uh, gotta say viva. Yeah. You have to say it every time. Right? <laughs> hey, I'm learning. I'm learning this town. Like, like, right like Soco Loco? I mean, I mean, there's only one. You got only one high school in, in Lourdes. It's just one. It's nice, though. It's very nice. Though. I'm not going to lie. It's very, it's very nice out there. Um, yeah. It's, it's, you, you drive three blocks and you're out of the city. It's, it's kind of crazy, but. <laughs> hey, check it. There's a team on this next district, District 14A, Division 1. Yes. That we played. Yes. We used to scrimmage against this team back when I was playing. Clint. Fabens. We used to travel from Lodis all the way to Fabens. That's dude. a drive right wow. there. That was yeah, the first is. time I was a I was a freshman on the special teams, right? And uh, I'll never forget I was all happy running down the field. <laughs> Got your old. <laughs> what was that? Now remember, they coach, said, that, that, uh, that was the year they, football. That, that was the year they used to fold the the leather hats for their helmets, and he used to put it in his pocket and walk, walk back. Put back pocket. <laughs> That's when men were men. <laughs> so, anyways, in that district, uh, Riverside leads the way at six and one. And uh, looks they're, they're looking kind of dominant in that district. They they beat uh, San Sanelli uh, sixty five to seven. No, no, coach. I think Riverside dropped because of attendance, but like they barely missed right. the cutoff, right? Like on yes, staying in five. They barely they barely missed the cutoff. Uh, we got a realignment coming up uh, at the end of at the end of this cycle. Uh, every two years, you know, uh, all the, the enrollment for all the schools are checked, and then uh, it's readjusted. And you know, some some schools move up a division, some schools move down a division. Uh, you know, there, there's all different kinds of situations. And I, you know, there's there's talk right now that uh, that Riverside might want to uh, petition to go back up to 5A. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know who makes that decision eventually. Uh, I'm sure it's administration. But uh, right now, wh- where they're sitting right now, uh, th- they're in a great position to uh, rack up uh, that hardware. Uh, bring them, bring them, bring in those championships yeah. right there. Yeah. Do you think well, they have a good chance of making a deep run into the playoffs? I, I, I think they do. You know, when when you get when you get to that situation as far as playoffs, uh, especially in the lower uh, divisions like like 4A. It's all about the draw. It's all about you know, who's going to be first in the in the next district that you're going to play. Who's going to be who's going to be second? The one advantage you have if you win district and you win first place, okay, you have the advantage number one of playing at home the first week. That's a big advantage. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't have to travel. And then the other the other advantage that you have is you you're going to play the lowest seed from the other district. Okay, so. Yeah, those are all advantages. Once you get past the first round, it doesn't matter. Whoever you draw, that's who you have to play. You better have some defense. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. what it comes down right. to. Better be able to tackle. Right, better have some defense. Yeah. Unless you're going to score Very 100. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah. there it is. I'm impressed, it? Coach. He really did his research. He went through the districts and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's good. I tell you, no, I, one, I no, tried, one, no wonder he to, showed up late. I, I try to learn this El Paso culture, this El Paso athletic sports scene, you know. I, I yeah. told you, right? hey, it's crazy. And like I said, this is just football. You have volleyball and then you got basketball. Oh, yeah. And then once you get into no. baseball, yeah. 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 it's well, a bit more complicated. That way. Yeah. Wrestling. You talk about a lot. No, no, you talk about a lot yeah, of state exactly. champions. 
El Paso has yeah. a lot of state champions. In wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah. I, as a matter of fact, I think yeah. the Hanks girls are the back-to-back-to-back-to-back team what? state champions. Like recently? Yeah. Wow. Like I think he's four or five in a row state champs. Hey, we've said it many times. I mean, look, we got another Hall of Famer with us here. And uh, we got great people uh, all around the city and great athletes. And, uh, I mean, it just goes to show. I mean, look what, look what Coach did all uh, during all his time at, at Franklin. That's amazing to me. 61 and 19. No, no, that, that not scoring a point. On them, well, that's that's you, that's ridiculous. That's I'm not even saying, coach. I can't even, I can't even do that in Madden, coach. I can't even do that in Madden, whether it be Techno Bowl, whether it be nothing, you know, up, up, left, down, red, five, red, five, AB, you know, start select, nothing, nothing. It didn't work, (laughs) even on the new code. Aaron can give me a new code for Madden, I still can't do it, (laughs) coach. So, you'll you'll be on the air this weekend, correct? Yes, sir. We'll be on on the air on on Thursday, seven o'clock. And on uh, Friday, start to four. Start to four. So you guys got two games on Friday? They got two games. So we'll two be broadcasting three. Three altogether, but one Thursday, two Friday. Mm-hmm. Like wow. I, like I say, we, we know how to multiply, buddy. EPSportsNetwork.com, <laughs> yes, correct? Yes, sir. That's, That's where you right. can find That's the stream. Right. Uh, I listened to already about two weeks worth of, of uh, uh, streams. Uh, you know, one, one day was awesome. I got to listen to, to one of the games. I think it was your guys' first game. Uh, and I was working a baseball game while mm-hmm. I was listening to Technology. Uh, Technology, yeah. I tell you. Yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, Coach, he's happy because we, you know, Mondo played the broadcast during halftime. It was homecoming and they had like a 35 minute halftime. So we had a oh, yeah, like, yeah. what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, those homecomings are long. That's something big in Texas. You know, yeah. here's, yeah. here's a question in Lordsburg for homecoming. Were the homecoming mums a thing, or is that just? I thought it was just a Texas they, thing. They, they've come back. They've come back in there. Yes, but not during my time. They were not a thing. No, because like I remember telling I some folks, they're, the they're like, they're they're like, why do you guys have that? I was like, I don't know, but the girls wear them. They're like this big. It's bigger than their bodies, yeah. and yeah, no, they're starting yeah. to make a comeback over there. Uh, I have seen them, uh, but like I said, in my day, it was just puro. Well, yeah, you had the leather helmet. You know, it, it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, again you guys can follow coach on ep sports network he's got a twitter oh you do he's got a twitter i was i was just gonna i was gonna say hey any social media i know you're in the social media world baby uh, he's moving on up it's hall of fame where can we follow you on twitter coach where tell us it's uh at coach underscore grijalva in in underscore he hall of fame he's separate yeah. you gotta put that little dash H-O-F. in there right hof right there coach we thank you for your time man uh we really do thank it's uh, such an honor to to finally get to chat with you a little bit and uh man i gotta talk to this guy more often man hey hey if not you can listen to him on ep sports network oh, i definitely will be listening that's thursday and friday night football that's true we appreciate it very much coach and thank, thank you, you for everything much. you've done and thank you for all you're doing for the city of el paso Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. H, thank you. Thank you, guys. Anything else, Eddie? That's it for this, man. Well, guys, stay tuned.